Hey, it's Billy. Welcome to the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. None of us can go back and undo the mistakes of our past or even today, but we have the option of leaving behind what's holding us back and begin the journey of finding peace and fulfillment from here on out. When we start to learn who God is and who He's created us to be, we can live our purpose in where He's called us. As we allow Jesus to transform us, we are empowered to live out His calling and purpose. I believe as we allow Jesus to work in and through our lives, one step, decision, and action at a time, we will find peace and fulfillment. I'm glad you're here today for today's episode of Start Small, Believe Big. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Many times in my life, I have had the great desire to do more, be more, make more of an impact. When my kids were little and my husband was away almost eight months a year, I felt stuck in a rut. I had created a plan to do something, and what I found valuable, I would put in a splash of prayer and a pinch of trust into the Lord and run straight head on into what I thought I wanted and needed to do. My arrogance of how I could accomplish it overran my understanding that I needed God every step of the way. Not that I didn't believe, not that I was doing unchristian things, but I was doing all these really good things without allowing God to be part of it. I'd love to run ahead. I'd love to run ahead with my very well laid out plan. My plan, not his. I include Jesus on my list. I tell myself that I'm going to pray, and usually I do pray, but it's not always the prayer of Jesus' will, not mine. I search for scripture that I want to fit what I want, and then I pray again for it all to come together and fall into place the way I want it to. Many times I've made three to five-year goals and then just bulldoze my way through to try to accomplish it all. So many times things go wrong. So many times I'd step on the wrong toes trying to get my way, or I'd get angry with my kids because they were messing up my flow, my momentum, my groove. I'd ignore my husband when he'd call just because my checklist would loomed in front of me. And then I'd cry out to Jesus, where are you, God? Why is everything failing? You see, my long-term goals were worthy. You know, I'd want to help raise money. I'd want to create a girls' club for underprivileged girls. I'd write curriculums for Women's Center to help women with health care, self-care, and baby care. You know, all the things I was doing was pretty good, right? I desired to spend time in the mission field with children who needed Jesus' food and shoes. Don't ever remember why I thought shoes, but that's what I thought. I wanted to make a difference in the world, world peace, you know, the small stuff. But I always continue to put the emphasis on me and what is my calling on the, you know, what is God's great plan for my life, forgetting that he had already given me the place to glorify him. Too many things that I wanted to achieve and understand came in the way of what God desired. I was spending way too much time worrying on my call, my impact, my desires, focusing on my list, not God's guidance. 
I wanted purpose and meaning. Meaning, I wanted people to pat me on the back saying, well done, good girl. But it wasn't God's approval I was looking for as much as man's approval. The divine force over my life was there, but I just wasn't allowing God to direct my step. I knew that He wanted to use me for a greater purpose, but it was my task list that came in the way. Then I took some time and I paused. And I asked the Lord to guide and lead me. I'd hear Him. And then I'd question if it was his voice, you know, the good Christian girl that I am. Not understanding who God is in the sense of his greatness of wanting to pour into my life and for me to pour the overflow of that into others. Today's scripture is Lamentations 3.24. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. Wait. That's where I got stuck. I didn't want to wait. I wanted to bulldoze through. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I still do at times if I'm being honest. But let me let you know that God's mercies are real. Lamentations is not always a book that you look at for encouraging scriptures. It's a book of the Bible that is a sad funeral song for Jerusalem. The temple had been destroyed. The king was gone. And the people are in exile. God had warned that he would destroy them if they abandoned him. And in this this book, the people have now realized their condition and confessed their sins. God's compassion was at work even when those Israelites were experiencing pain. God's faithfulness was great even though they were unfaithful. He has used that time to bring them back to him. He uses this time in our lives to bring us back to Him, too. Jeremiah, who wrote Lamentation, saw a ray of hope in all the sin and sorrow surrounding him. He knew from experience about God's faithfulness. God had promised that punishment would follow disobedience, and it did. He was faithful to His Word. But God had also promised a future of restoration and blessings. And Jeremiah knew God would keep that promise also. Trusting in God's faithfulness day by day makes us confident in His great promises for the future. Putting our hope in God isn't passive, it is active. Those who hope in God wait for Him, seek Him, and also receive His discipline. God shows us compassion through those times. We have to open our hearts to His unconditional love, remembering that He is our portion and waiting on Him as He fills us with peace. And what are we supposed to do while we're waiting? Because this is something I've had to learn, because I'm a doer. I like to run ahead and bulldoze through, right? But here are four steps that I really look at and I want to encourage you to look at while we're waiting. One is self-reflection on what God wants. Self-reflection on who God has created us to be and who He is begins to present who He wants us to be in Him. 
what He wants to do in and through our lives. Repentant humility is the next one. Repenting. Lord, I ran ahead of you. I did good things, but not the good things you wanted me to do. Please forgive me for the opportunities, the God-appointed opportunities that I overlooked and missed. The third one, self-control. Self-control, when we want to just dig it out, when we're in the middle of chaos or hurt or pain and we just want to make our point right, when we're in the middle of ticking off tasks that may not be what God wants us to do and they fail one after another, to wait on Him, self-control, to pause and wait. And then the last step while waiting is confident patience, depending on Him to bring about loving lessons in our lives. That confident patience in waiting, knowing that He will reveal Himself and our purpose and our plan and our future while we wait for Him because He is our portion. And I want to ask you a question today, as I always do. Are you willing to wait on God? Are you willing to reflect on yourself, on what God wants? Are you willing to show some repentant humility and humbling yourself and asking for forgiveness and repenting, turning away from the ways that you've done before? Are you willing to have self-control even when it hurts? Even when things aren't going well, even when you feel life is turned upside down, waiting on God to show you the way. Are you willing to have confident patience depending on the character of God that He will bring about the plan, the hope, the purpose, the calling in your life? You don't have to have it all together to start with one small step. Thank you for listening. I just pray that this podcast encourages you to grow deeper with Christ. But before you go, I want to let you know about the daily devotion I send out Monday through Friday mornings. Join our amazing community of humans taking a little time each day to dig into God's Word. When you sign up for Morning Sunshine, you'll receive a little encouragement in your inbox Monday through Friday. The devotion starts with a scripture, then a short teaching, and ends with a quick prayer. And we would love to have you join us. I promise, no spam, just me and Jesus. You can find the link in the show notes or on my website, billyjouse.com. If you've been encouraged by this podcast, I'd also love for you to subscribe where you listen. Leave an honest review of the podcast, and I thank you in advance because that helps others find us. Also, let a friend know. Let them in on the little bit of encouragement that you've received throughout this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you're back next week for another episode of the Start Small, Believe Big Podcast. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.